0: Hey everybody, AJ here from the Two Chaps Pod, just welcoming you back to another episode of this great podcast. We hope that you enjoy this episode called Sweet Sounds, which talks about the impact that music, specifically hymns and Christian music, can have on our lives, our families, and our walk with Christ. Enjoy this episode. Remember to like and subscribe wherever you're listening to it at, and we will see you next week. And as always... Stay uncultured
1: so we had we had a wedding on Saturday, uh, and I think it went really well. It was I won't say it's one of my better sermons that I've preached, but it was definitely one of the more creative ones okay. uh and it kind of ties in with what we're doing tonight cuz i used a lot of imagery from music cuz bride was a music major okay in college so uh that was pretty cool and then i mean the reception was a lot of fun it was also the they were married on the it was our anniversary Rachel and mine oh okay so
0: well happy anniversary i didn't know thank that. you
1: appreciate it yeah uh, how many um, years
0: now for you guys
1: six so, oh, I got you beat. Oh yeah, yeah. I got I got married late, man. That
0: yeah. Was, um, we're coming up. April is going to be nine years for us. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Two thousand fifteen. Yeah. And so that's uh, good. You got to spend your anniversary at a wedding.
1: Yeah, and then, and then that night was the Notre Dame Louisville game, and I got to see the second half of it, and that was <laughs> that was worth seeing. So,
0: because anytime and, Notre Dame loses, exactly. is a good night. Absolutely. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, no. What did we? I feel like we had a big weekend. I feel like we did, but and now then, I can't remember any of it.
1: And then, of course, the Lions just yeah manhandled um, Carolina. The, yeah, last uh, week. Yeah, the and the Bengals
0: team. I'm trying to even remember what we did on the weekend. Um, had a men's prayer breakfast that I spoke at, yeah. Um, for our men's ministry the first Saturday of the month we do that, and then I don't even remember. Oh, we went to my it was my brother-in-law's birthday, so we went to my mom and dad's for um his birthday, and Ooh. had cashew chicken. Ooh, yeah, yeah, so good, and then I came home and watched Michigan, and yeah, got up and play the drums at church on Sunday and then taught our, uh, seniors class and used, uh, good old Wolf Mueller. Yeah. On them. Ah. Said we might misunderstand the gospel just a little bit because raise a hands who's perfect in here. Good. You passed that test. You need the gospel still.
1: <laughs> awesome. Yeah.
0: So it was good. And then, um, we had a, uh, Earlier in the week on Tuesday, we had a uh, um, fellowship meeting of all, like, the Baptist Bible Fellowship International Churches from Michigan. Mm Mm-hmm. So, um, I was able to go to that um, and, uh, you know, pitch in when I could pitch in, like, when my work slowed down a little bit um, so I could promote our conference that's coming up on November 10th and 11th, the Valor Men's Conference. Um, So... Little plug there for that. If you want to yep. register for a men's conference, valorconference dot com. Um But yeah, so that's that's kind of been the week. I'm excited for football this weekend. Got Michigan, Indiana. Yeah. Got the Lions in Tampa Bay. And I found out this last week, my sister pulled some strings with somebody she knows in the Lions organization. And I'm going to the Monday night football game on October thirtieth. With my wow. dad and my brother-in-law and uh, my brother from Kansas City's coming in. Very So go. very, very excited about yeah. that. But we got some stuff to chat about tonight. Yeah. Are you ready mm-hmm. to do this? Sure. I'm just forewarning you. I'm introducing this thing, and then I'm tossing the reins to old Coleman. All right. And letting him introduce the topic and get us rolling, all right? Here all right. we go. What is going on everybody? It's AJ here with Coleman for the Two Chaps Pod. Hopefully you have been able to subscribe and and, and rate us on Spotify and Apple and Google Podcasts. We are there as well. and can be able to listen to our full-length audio, but also check this out on YouTube and subscribe there because there's content dropping all the time from what's it mean to be a man to how to raise your kids to... Should Christians be in the military? We would say yes. <laughs> but check those out. Make sure you're there. And we've got a topic tonight that I think is going to hit home for everyone because if you if you like music, this is going to be for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So,
1: well, Coleman, tell everybody what we're talking about tonight. Well, so uh, we're uh, my – of course I love the alliteration, so the title. <laughs> you're like a Baptist preacher. You know <laughs> that, right? Did, right? Yeah, yeah. it's Well, they're good mnemonic devices. They help you remember. But sweet sounds uh, is the topic for tonight. And what really got me thinking about this uh, was, well, with the starting of football season uh, and, and also, you know, our experience in the Army as well, tend to pass on history or, you know, tend to gravitate towards music of some mm-hmm. way, shape or form easy inter- e- example of that is your uh, favorite football team they have a very to distinct just
0: the victors valiant, hail to Exactly. The con- yeah, oh yeah. Uh, and and it yeah. ruin the song for everybody.
1: <laughs> yeah. But you know, you get a group of people together that can come from all different top walks of life but if they have that one thing in common and somebody mm-hmm. starts singing Hail to the Victors and they know it. They're going to join yep. in and sing Correct. with you. Um, same in the Army. Or, or, well, or any branch of the military for that matter. But, of course, we're in the Army, so we know the Army song. And, Correct. I mean, that's one of the things that they... March along, yeah.
0: sing a song. I'm not going to sing that one either because to ruin it for everybody.
1: But, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I got yeah. you. But, yeah, I mean, that's one of the things that you learn in basic training that you learn in your initial entry is the creed and the Army song and you are expected to sing it basically on command. What was and, the song they had us memorize it at, at Jabolik, though? Oh, the Chaplin. The Glory.
0: Yeah. Um Oh man. I've done forgot yeah. it now cuz Ur- the rendition that I had to learn it to <laughs> was like the worst. <laughs> yeah. Oh.
1: Um,
0: yeah, anyways. But, soldiers
1: and, of God. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah. It. Soldiers yeah. of God. Oh yeah. my god, flashbacks. See, but see that 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 kind of proves my point is that right. you know it's this is something that Music just ingrains in it us. Does. It and, does. And, you know, we, uh, just, yeah, like if somebody starts the Army song, we'll just pick up and go yeah. right with it. <laughs> yeah, and, jump right in. Yeah. uh So, it, and that's why I bring that up because that is actually a, a wonderful tool that yeah. the church has given to us uh, in, in terms of our Christian walk and Christian faith. There, there was a, a speaker that I heard once who. I'm sure he was quoting from somebody else, but uh, a church that is not singing is a church that's dead, or the faith that does not sing is a faith that's dead. I I think that's so important
0: um, because – especially now – and let me just put this out there because I'm going to say it one time. People might get mad. Call me old. That's fine. But – and this is not a generic, like genre-specific statement that I'm going to make. I want to be very clear about this. Because some more modern Christian music is good. I don't necessarily like to throw the baby out of the bathwater. Right. But secular pop music is horrendous <laughs> nowadays. Yeah. Not even I don't even care about the lyrical content, just the actual like music of it yeah. is not not yeah. good. Not
1: quality. It's
0: yeah. not. It really no. is not. No, it's not. No. Sorry, that distracts from yeah, what that, we're talking about. But I had to say that. because we we're talking but, about music. Modern music but, is not good. Modern yeah, but, secular pop music.
1: Let me put it that way. Yeah, but but that that's also uh, an encouragement for us as Christians mm-hmm. to produce quality music. Yeah, I um, agree. Be th- Be they hymns or contemporary music. Now I am, and, and and there's also and this is a different discussion. Um, maybe we'll get. We'll, we'll we probably will. Another well, we'll it, probably get to know. it tonight. Let's just be honest. <laughs> well, okay.
0: we're gonna but, probably but, debate but, the merits of contemporary versus hymnal what, worship. Uh, w- but
1: well, that. But also, um, you know, yeah, like because you had sent me a uh, an R.C. Sproul quote about worship. Yeah, and it was kind of like, well, that plays into this, but that, that's almost a, a separate topic. And there is, I think, a a distinction that need, that has to be made for what is appropriate music for worship and Christian music. So, for example, and maybe this dates me, I don't know, um, the band Switchfoot, it was mm-hmm. a, at least they dare you to move. Yeah, yeah. A, a oh, Christian, yeah. Uh, a Christian band from... I mean, they weren't explicitly, like, you... Well, I'm trying to think through their catalog of songs. There were a couple times where meant to I mean, live was their big song, right? And meant and, to live, and then they had Dare You to Move as well, yeah. right? And that, and there was—I mean, there wasn't an explicit like Jesus died for your sins. No, type they were thing there, pseudo-Christian. They were, yeah, yeah.
0: And so you know that type. I of I know stuff, like, we, because those songs were big when I was in high school. Yeah. And so our high school youth group covered "Meant to Live" at yeah. one of the high school like halloween services like yeah. the big evangelism type you know scare the hell out of you <laughs> and i meant hell as a literal place type yeah. thing not a curse word in that moment That's... but you know yeah so i know
1: i i get what you're saying yeah so there's that type of music um and there are other bands you know uh, skillet was a ba- uh yeah. pretty popular at the time um and I would say I would put Third Day in that category as well, although some of their songs, really, uh, yeah. On, on the whole, uh, a lot of their songs I wouldn't wouldn't sing in worship. Um, okay, yeah, for but, sure. So I think I that
0: would, that maybe needs to be the distinction, right? Like, what are the songs that you would sing in congregational corporate worship? Right. But then, what songs are also acceptable for edification to the saints outside of? The corporate worship, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That 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 is that's good, (laughs) right? (laughs) A good distinction, at least.
1: Yeah, and 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 I think there are benefits to both, uh, correct? Because yeah, yeah, like that that individual, personal kind of, or or in a non uh, worship setting, that music can be, if it's good music, uh, can be a wonderful alternative to a lot of the junk that's on the radio and stuff. Correct. But um
0: but again, most modern pop Christian music yeah is either a not as good as the popular sec, uh, secular music which still isn't very good <laughs> right? or it it just like I don't know. I I I don't listen to like contemporary Christian pop music. Mm-hmm. Like when I listen to music it's christian based it's all like worship like live worship because yeah. that mm-hmm. that tends to fill my cup more than now i have some you know studio produced songs on my playlist but i mean i was in the gym on monday and listening to my worship playlist right yeah. while i'm working out because that's just the way i like to start my day <laughs> right. right as opposed to some other playlist that i have created that i probably <laughs> should delete right yeah. um yeah. But yeah, I Sorry. think I think that's a distinction, and too many people don't make that distinction, right? Like, what right. are the acceptable songs that can be sung corporately? And right. there are some contemporary ones that I think are very good and should be sung corporately. Mm-hmm. And then what are the ones that, maybe we don't sing them corporately, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me tell cool. you this story real quick, just to, right. because we had a member of our church, and our church used to... We, we've we gone away from this, but special music used to play a very prominent role in our Baptist church. And it was always, you know, three hymns, take the offering, sing another hymn, have a special, then somebody preaches. Like, you could <laughs> you could set your watch to it. Yeah. And <laughs> we had, one, my dad was the music director at the time, had one lady come up and say that she wanted to sing wing beneath, Wind Beneath My Wings. Oh, my goodness. And my dad goes, uh, no. She goes, but I, I'm gonna throw Jesus in there. And we're like, <laughs> again, no, right? <laughs> this is not allowed. We're not doing that. Anyways, continue.
1: Yeah. So, and and what that brings up, kind of about the worship stuff, goes back to really the, the, the broader topic that the, to address with uh, the importance of song being ingrained in us to, yeah. as, as Christians to, to bear witness to our faith. Because, again, yeah. using the uh, secular examples, I don't know if that's the right, but, you know, Hail to the Victors or um, Take Me Out to the Ball Game right, or the National Anthem, for that matter, that, that these all inspire, literally, Certain emotions and feelings and certain you know, thoughts and such, so that you know, we're whatever the the moment is, we're we're kind of devoted to that, and so that's also the danger with other types of music that you know, don't lend themselves to God pleasing, God glorifying themes and 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 such, because yeah, I mean even those get ingrained in us as well, and they. For for better or worse, uh, uh, well, usually you know, anything you take in that becomes a part of you, it's Correct. it's going to stick with you. And whether that is, you know, a, if it's a negative thing and that creates a sense of guilt every time, you know, that's not good because Correct. Christ has come to free you from guilt.
0: Correct. Yeah. And, and that's, a, that's a lesson, like all cards on the table for AJ here. Like that is a lesson that I have very much had to learn. Right. Yep. Um the old saying, right? Garbage in, garbage out. Right. Right. It is is very, and I hate to sound like you know some old man sitting on a front porch going, "Get off my lawn!" Right. <laughs> but at the same time, like I know if 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 I have if I've been filling my mind musically with stuff that isn't lifting up Jesus or is more secular for an extended period of time. I think there's a time Mm -hmm. and place for that. I'm not saying Christians should not listen to that kind of music at all because I listen to it. I would not be a hypocrite. Right. But if there are extended periods where it is only that type of music, I can definitely see the impact that it has on my attitude, uh, the way that I treat my wife, the way Mm -hmm. that I father my children. Right. And, and, and it's, it's sneaky too because mm-hmm. music is one of those things that's constantly surrounding us. Yeah. You watch TV, you listen to the radio, there's there's music constantly even if you're listening to ball games on the on the radio, right? I mean, every interlude and all that is all music filled. So music is constantly around us and the question is what are we filling really our minds with? Right. Because I mean, I love music like, I've loved music, I and I fought, like, even when I was younger, like, my mom and dad got me a, uh, for my birthday one year, uh, when I got my own room, it was, like, a big deal, right? When I was 13, I got my own room, <laughs> and I got a five, like, CD changer that I had worked and, like, saved up my money for because I always stole my mom's CD player mm-hmm. and fell asleep to music all the time. And just, I always just get so mad because I always have to have music play. Yeah. Like, getting in the shower, I'm turning on the Bluetooth speaker and, and listen to music while I'm shaving, yeah. which I don't do except for a drill time. And then, <laughs> like, you know, in the shower, whatever the case, like, I'm always listening to music because mm-hmm. it helps me actually focus. Like, yeah. silence makes my head go crazy. <laughs> so I always have, like, the month that I spent at NTC yeah was I went an entire month without listening to music, yeah until the Sunday that we had chapel, the last Sunday we were there, and another chaplain had a guitar, and he was like leading music for us, yeah, that was the first music that I heard, and it was like Oh, so good, right, yeah, because music it it's soothing right mm-hmm. it 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 creates emotional responses within us whether secular or christian and that's kind of where i think the point of this is is like making sure that our emotions are being affected by the correct things
1: right yeah well there's luther talks about music as as next to the word of god is the greatest gift given to the church because it's so and, teachable right and and yeah. and that's and that's actually you know his now some of luther's hymns are like 15 Verses long. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're they're incredibly long. Do you guys
0: sing all of
1: them when you sing hymns in church? All the verses? Depends on depends on the occasion, but usually yes. And it, okay. but it, and it also depends on, so, um, so we do communion every Sunday yeah. at our congregations. And uh, communion is a time where, you know, if you're not up partaking in it, you're in your seats and you're singing. Like that's yeah. part of, that, that is part of the, the life together and so the worship yeah and so that you know takes 10 minutes 15 minutes depending on how many people are there and so during that time we'll we'll sing hymns and if yeah uh we'll put in if 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 it fits and that's the other thing is like when you, when we plan out a worship it's trying to you know match the hymns that the the hymns that support the readings sure. for that yeah. day um so yeah there have been a couple times where We've sung, uh, you know, uh, one of Luther's Christmas hymns is From Heaven Above Above to Earth I Come. It's 15 verses, and it tells, like, the whole story of the Nativity. And it's meant, it's actually, he wrote it for children so that they would learn the story if they they couldn't, didn't memorize, like, Luke 2. It's so,
0: (laughs) it's so interesting because we're homeschooling Jack. Mm Mm-hmm. His lessons are musically based, yeah. So, like, at his age, a lot of it is rote memorization, right? Right, so they have a timeline song that's how they would learn world history, yep. And so, he's constantly singing Age of Ancient Empires, Creation yeah. 2, circa 450 AD, yeah. right? <laughs> and then he's just like, but but here's the, the thing, right? They'll do school in the morning, and then it's like free time as he's playing. He's constantly singing these songs. Yeah. Creation and the fall, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, the flood and the Tower of Babel, right? So he's like singing these. And then earlier this week, we were having our devotion time, and we were reading uh, from the big storybook Bible, which we've talked about on this. It's a fantastic story of the Bible. And we were reading The Wise and the Foolish King about Solomon, Mm -hmm. and he... um, and we're reading, and I mentioned him being the king of Israel, and he goes, Israel falls to Assyria, Assyria falls to, ba-, and he just, like, starts making, and yeah. so it led to this 10-15 to minute discussion of, you see how every event is connected to scripture, right? Yeah. There's, and so we got into, like, the two kingdoms of Israel, and how after Solomon's reign, they split, and he goes, right. Israel divides into two kingdoms. Yeah like yeah. and, and so he's like like it so it's yeah yes it's that's, awesome
1: that's awesome and yeah. and the fact that even though he might not understand what that means that he knows that the kingdom's divided mhm that's probably better than I, 50% of christians that don't even know that but yep. that, that. well and then the next night we read about Rehoboam and he's like so which
0: one was <laughs> Israel and which one was Judah yeah. cuz wow. he had, so, because there's a picture and it's got two kingdoms in it and there's a crack in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. He's like, which one is Israel and which one's Judah? And I said, yeah. well, if we're looking at a map, this is the north, so this is Israel, and this is the south, so this is Judah. And so then he went and he sang his song and when he said is israel falls to Assyria," he goes cover it so he covered it (laughs) and then he kept reading and then he kept doing the song and he goes judah falls to babylon boom right
1: and so i'm gonna have to get this song from you because i've never heard it and that would be a a wonderful teaching tool just look up um
0: i'll send it to you but it's um classic conversations is the curriculum that we use yeah. Um and you can YouTube like Classic Conversations Timeline Song. It's like a twelve okay. minute song. Okay. Because they continue to build the timeline. So eventually it goes, you know, creation to I think nine eleven. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. So it's like all the events, you know, and I mean but they also are they also talk about like extracurricular event or extra biblical events. So they're talking, yeah. you know, Rome was f- founded by Romulus and Remus and then it also talks about um you know, um, Lao Lao Tzu, Confucius, and Buddha. Mm-hmm. Um, the the meso- like so it has all. But then it, John the Baptist, Jesus the Messiah is like the <laughs> the middle point. Yeah, like yeah. they just start. But yeah, it's oh. really cool. Um, yeah. and to like hear your kids learning to music and knowing yeah. that it's never like that's kind of stuck, right? Right. And, and and why it's so integral. And as yeah. you've said on the podcast previously, like, that was the whole intention behind the writing of the hymns anyways. Yeah. We're for educational purposes, which right. is why most of the hymns, not all of the hymns, we need to be very clear about that because there are some hymns that have crept into <laughs> a hymnal uh, that are not yeah. very, like, I just got to say it. If we start singing about <laughs> mansions over a hilltop, we got to stop yeah. for a second. Yeah. Like that is not the focus of why we're going to, yeah, yeah,, heaven. and that
1: and and that does get into the discussion we were having about how music does play into like emotions and stuff, is that mm-hmm. some of these hymns that become like favorites, like the the one the, the one that drives me nuts is uh in the garden, I don't if you know. That like in the garden we walk alone and he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I'm his own and the and it's just like what what who's who's who has a relationship with Jesus that's like that like that they imagine themselves I don't know it was just it it, it just struck me as very odd but it's it's one of these that just like everybody knows I'm like what what is the, this what's the Christmas hymn that comes under oh man well. I mean, Uh, we We three kings. Well, okay, but um, we three kings is one that's like. What's the
0: one about away in a manger? No crying. He makes right. right. Like no, hold on.
1: Like it's it's another one that that yeah, but it's just like I'm pretty sure he he cried as a baby. (laughs) Like Jesus was as
0: human as anybody else was, which means like not to be crass, but he experienced emotion. He experienced bodily function. Yeah. Right. Like, can we just yeah. accept that fact? Because if right. we, if
1: he wasn't fully human, we have a bit of a problem. Exactly. Exactly. Um, it is. I think it was Gregory of Nyssa. It's one of the Gregories that said, "What is not assumed, meaning talking about the human form, like everything, is not redeemed." And so, if there's anything in 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 us in human flesh, bodily functions whatever that jesus did not experience well then that's not redeemed right because yeah uh so yeah and that's it's interesting you bring that up with uh, tying to christmas because that was one of luther's when he does christmas sermons he Mm -hmm. loves to get into that like this is actually how a baby is and like this this is the stuff they were going through and it it uh, like Mary the, had to change his swaddling clothes yes, yes. and <laughs> and 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 Luther like uh, hangs on that but because well one he he thinks of Mary as one of the greatest examples of faith from sure uh, yeah you know she says let it be to me as you you have said mm-hmm. and so when she is caring for Jesus as a baby he just marvels at that and like but yeah uses all those that imagery that very uh I heard heard it described as earthly or very earthy yeah. imagery. And it's but what that does is that brings to reality that this Jesus is a man. Uh he was he experienced everything that we experienced uh but was without sin. Yes. Which is the distinguishing factor there. So but yeah the, the uh so that that is one of the dangers with certain hymns or songs and and also I think one of the dangers with certain contemporary worship is that they sure. use that to manipulate the feelings and yes. you know I would agree. there's that there's uh, a, a lot of well there, there's a lot of fallout of hurt from that because you expect that Christianity is going to be this high every time and then all Correct. of a sudden when you're actually hit with oh you know real Some died. Yeah, you lost yeah. your job. You have cancer. Whatever it is, then you're like, well, why isn't Jesus Jesus making me feel good right now? Now, mm-hmm. um, so no, I, I, um, did you ever catch those
0: Hillsong documentaries that were floating around there for a little while? No. One of the things no. that they said in that documentary that was really uh, enlightening, I guess would be the word is. And I don't play guitar. I Actually, Jack and I are going to start taking guitar lessons together because he got a guitar for his birthday because that's what he wanted. But what they're talking about is the way that certain chord structures are put together are meant to invoke an emotional response hmm. to the point that it almost becomes manipulative. Yeah. And so I was thinking, I was like, oh, I think they're just, like, I, I they're, they're clearly coming from a standpoint, so I think there's a little bit of bias in the documentary, right? right. Clearly there's always do- bias in documentaries. But then I started thinking, and I was like, okay, we got hand lifters, right? Which, whatever, worship however you feel moved to worship. Mm. But then I started thinking, like, okay, but there have been times when I've been listening to very non-Christian songs where I have felt the prodding to, like, throw yeah. the, you, you know, that kind of yeah. thing. And I was like, oh, maybe there is a little bit of, like, an emotional manipulation that can take place. Again, not to take away from, like, if you feel the need to say, here I am, I am completely unabandoned, and I'm going to raise my hands in worship, fine. totally. Again, I'm not going to criticize you. But let's also make sure that it's not just an emotional response because— right emotions are created in the heart and the heart is deceptively wicked above <laughs> yeah. all else yeah. it is the seatbed of our emotions and often it is deceptive
1: right yeah i there's i i've not seen that but i have seen studies on like pop songs that are earworms and oh yeah just get stuck in your head yeah and that it, it, it's the same type of thing that they're structured a particular way with particular chords so that it just sits there and like which i guess
0: so. if the christian song is good theologically it wouldn't be bad if they were right. all created with earworms right, right. yeah because yeah 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 like we we yeah. talked um that song lift high emmanuel you said that mm-hmm. you guys did it around christmas time yeah mm-hmm. um which i was actually a little surprised i didn't think that you Probably judgmental on my part, and I apologize <laughs> if it comes across as judgmental. But I just didn't think that you would incorporate that into a more liturgical setting. Yeah, but uh, the, yeah, go ahead. But the song itself, like, for months after I heard this song, I could not get it out of my head. Yeah, because yeah. of how good it is.
1: Yeah. So that was um, that was a, a a Christmas program, if yeah. you will, w- which was less of a Worship service, gotcha. I and mean, there was still okay. There was still, I I, I gave a message, a sermon, sure. or whatever, but it wasn't like I wasn't like vested, or you know, we weren't yeah. doing and um and so it fit it fit that context perfectly fine.
0: Cool, and
1: um yeah, I'm sorry if a, that
0: came across judgmental. no, no I did no, not that's, intend that's, for it to come across <laughs> judgmentally. I was just, I remember you telling me that in the chap's yeah. office,
1: and I was like, yeah, well, that's cool. Like yeah. I'm cool with that. Well, it, it, and again, I, I, that goes to, you know, different contexts for, for certain things. And yeah. there are, you know, there's there, the, the line gets a little fuzzy in some places because, again, it is when you're coming together for corporate worship, it is the things that you are singing should be a confession of faith in, in some way, shape, or form. A confession of God, the Father Almighty, Jesus Christ, His only Son— the holy spirit in and it should be something that everyone in the congregation can well sing as 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 it belongs to me uh and and in singing it add their amen to it meaning yes yes this is this is true i would definitely so. think this song fits it though
0: yeah lying in bethlehem this baby boy and king trading his diadem wearing humanity from the holy of holies to the dirt with the lowly our savior stepped off his throne to meet us in flesh and blown uh bone. Lift high the name of Jesus Christ. Let us exalt the treasure of heaven. Lift high the name of Jesus Christ, let praises rise for Christ our Emmanuel. Yeah. Yeah. Like
1: I'd worship yeah. to that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'd put I would put an Amen on that.
1: Yeah. So yeah, um and I mean the the best one that, that in and this This is not even the most contemporary anymore, but uh, "In Christ Alone," uh, by the Gettys, is just fantastic. We've and we have sung that in um, church. Have you heard in in actual the Divine Service a a few times?
0: Have you heard? uh, There was a mashup, if you will. Um, There was an artist that did "In Christ Alone" with "On Christ the Solid Rock." Oh, really? And it's really good. Interesting. Yeah, you need to look yeah. it up on YouTube. It's in Christ yeah. alone with, um, um, and it's by Travis Cottrell. Okay. I'll re- have to. Re- it's it's really good. Yeah. It'll so. make you want to jump. Yeah. Jump, jump. No. Um. So interesting because we've had this conversation. <laughs> There's a <Yeah>. song. Right? <laughs> There's a <all> right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we've oh, had man. this conversation. Was, well, what? no. Yeah,
1: you would. Yeah, I was like, you were alive when that came out. But yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. You're not that much older than me, <laughs> right? I, you I, were I, probably yeah. still in diapers when I was born. So let's, or at yeah. least pull-ups. So let's, like, I don't we're think pull were age. around yet. But yeah, they may not have been. Um, so we've had this conversation before. And we talk about different contexts, and we talk about you know turning our mind scripturally and things like that. Um, <laughs> and I've I've used lines from these songs in sermons previously. Mm-hmm. But I think one of the better things that has happened to Christian music is Christian rap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, your who your buddy is it Tadashi or no. who did you go who did you go to school with? Flame. Flame. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So Flame, Tadashi, <laughs> um, LeCrae. Mm-hmm. Like, and okay, take them for what they're worth at in twenty twenty three. But I haven't heard anything from Lecrae even recently that's made me go yeah he's too political like he's still very much gospel focused in what he's mm-hmm. been saying um but man there's there's a lot of good truth in what they rap
1: yeah well what impresses me and and obviously I'm I'm very biased towards Flame because he's he, Lutheran he's Lutheran yeah, <laughs> yeah. um but and he studied I, at your seminary right we were in class together it was awesome yeah Um, but he, if, if I walked up to him today, probably wouldn't, wouldn't know me. I sat behind him anyways, but how, what was, what was so unique, obviously the Lutheran doctrine, I'm a huge fan of, but just that he could take such complicated issues, Mm -hmm. um, and and basically make poetry out of them, obviously setting it to music and stuff. And it's just like, wow, you know, and, and when I wrote the piece about, um, you know, manhood matter or uh, manhood matters, society's need for poets, like he was kind of in the back of my mind. Yeah, he should have been because it, it is, you know, we need somebody. We we need not just somebody but many people to step up and to continue to proclaim the gospel in its fullness and its sweetness, uh, to include the whole story of creation whole story of redemption the whole story of consummation all of that and, and 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 all of its complexity yet accessible enough for people to go oh yeah yeah that's that's so yeah, there's yeah. a song by lecrae
0: that is basically like anytime on, i'm just turning it up and just rapping to the best of my ability when it comes on because the third verse of the song like i i when i tell you that i have literally used his lyrics in my sermons Mm -hmm. and i go the great christian theologian rapper (laughs) and people are like what and i'm like no seriously listen to what he says but the third verse of this song is called don't want to waste my life Mm -hmm. and he says suffer Yeah, do it for Christ. You're trying to figure out what to do with your life. You make a lot of money, hope you're doing it right. Because the money is God, you better do it right and stay focused. You ain't got no ride. Your life ain't wrapped up in what you drive. The clothes you wear, the job you work, the color of your skin, know you're Christian first. People get to living for a job, make a little money, start living for a car, get them a wife, a house, kids, and a dog. Then they retire, they're living high on the hog. But guess what? They didn't never really live at all. To live is Christ, and that's Paul, I recall. The die is gain, so for Christ we give it all. He's the treasure you'll never find in the mall. See, your money, your singleness, marriage, talents, your time, they were loaned to you to show the world that Christ is divine. That's yeah. why it's Christ in my rhymes. That's why it's Christ all the time. See, my whole world is built around him. He's the life in my lines. I refuse to waste my life. He's too true to chase the ice. Here's my gifts and time because I'm constantly trying to be used to praise the Christ. If he's truly raised to life, then this news should change your life that by his grace you can put your faith in a place that rules your days and nights.
1: Wow. That's, that's <laughs> awesome. Did you quote Isn't all that, that in a
0: sermon? Not the whole thing. I right. quoted right. the. Uh, I quoted the. Um, oh, what do you say? I didn't quote I mean, the whole thing. I'm, I mean, but I, I did say like uh, the I forget which it was. It was part of that yeah. verse though, because I was like, "Hey, like this is it?"
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, he hits on the reality of gift from God. Everything <laughs> is gift from Him. <laughs> we're it's on, or, you know, it's just borrowed, on loan, yeah, on loan, yeah. He yeah. and uh, the concept of vocation, yep. and then and then yeah, suffering, gifts and time, life. yeah, yeah. Um, you know, to that, and that's a. I think we've talked and well, the gospel well yeah yeah, yeah, to, yeah. like <laughs> yeah, that's,
0: I'm constantly trying yeah. to be used to praise this Christ if he's truly raised a life then this news should change your life that right. by his grace yeah. you can put your faith in a place that rules your days and nights right like whew. yeah oh yeah I'm I'm yeah. shouting that song whenever it comes on man yeah. like it goes <laughs> up in the truck and I'm just like okay here we go
1: yeah
0: it's a duet with Lecrae and but, but what's, but what's, <laughs> yeah, it's not as good. But, but also in that song, like, they, they talk about, like, one of, the, someone that they referenced, and this was, this was younger Lecrae, like, this was when he first started popping on the scene. <laughs> but, like, he hits a lot of stuff, and he always goes, I got a Johnny Mac in my backpack. Right? Like, right, like, so they got, like, there's... <laughs> I forget one one line of his song, but he's like, "I'm a young black theologian." Like, let's go. <laughs> right? Yeah, and it's like okay, great. Like, it's just it's good because it allows you, again, to replace kind of that secular with a message that's actually focused on where our praise should be. Yeah, and I mean, it's I love those guys.
1: Yeah, Flame yeah. too. He's yeah. well.
0: And the, you ever heard of the 116 Click for a second? I don't mean to cut you off. No. Okay, so no. the 116 Click was like Lecrae and like that whole group. I, mm-hmm. Flame might even be on the record that I'm getting ready to reference, but they did an album called 13 Letters.
1: And they're all and on they, Paul's letters? Exactly. Yeah.
0: They, they literally, they say, grab your notebook, get ready, let's go, <laughs> and they rap through the 13 letters of Paul. Wow yeah it's really cool oh it's really cool yeah Yeah. it's really cool Yeah, Yeah. uh they're 116 click because romans 116. okay yeah
1: (laughs) right power of of god unto salvation yeah (laughs) to anyone who believes correct and like yeah awesome yes yeah well and so to it well Speaking of using songs and sermons and such, that was uh, I frequently will throw in, it, it, especially if it's a a, a a hymn that we've sung in yeah. the um, in the service that day. If it ties into really well, to try to hammer home like the truth, the, yeah, and and that this is not simply, you know, whoever wrote this, and and I mean we have hymns that stretch all the way back to the second century, yeah, in our hymnal. Um, and, and 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 ones that come up all the way to the, uh, uh, well, to the last fifteen years, uh, just, yeah, two thousand six when the hymnal was published. So, you know, this this is wisdom that these composers put together, and that have that has that have stood the test of time, yep. and have communicated the truth that we need to continue to communicate. And the other part of this is it, it, we've, we've referenced it uh, numerous times already, but the educational part of it. And so uh, I'll give you the example. This last Christmas did a Christmas uh, – well, it was it was, I, it, at, at, it was both at the Christmas program that I did. But then it was also at – we do a uh, Lessons and Carols mm-hmm. um, on, on Christmas Eve. And you know, just go through the the story, uh, some of the prophecies from Isaiah, and then the Luke 2, everything that, that kind of leads up to it. Anyways, and, and intermix uh, Christmas hymns with it. So to give an opportunity for everybody to, to sing their favorite Christmas hymns. But the sermon that I gave in that was on the hymns. And it was just, and not simply the Christmas hymns, because everybody knows those. And, and the way I, I interacted with the congregation was I started something, and it was, you know, Jesus loves me, and everybody, yeah. you know, sang yes. the rest of it. Correct. And it's like you realize how much this is ingrained in you. And and the Christmas hymns probably are everyone's favorite. Everyone knows Silent Night. Everyone knows Joy to the World, which is not a Christmas hymn. It's an end-of-the-world hymn. Anyways, um, that's beside the point, but then it's also like, but you have to also know the hymns of Good Friday. Yeah, um, you know, my song is Love Unknown. My Savior's love to me, love to the loveless, shown that uh, they Savior's might lovely love to be me is a good one. So, well, that's that's the line in in the hymn. Oh, that. But it, oh, okay. It might be might be another. So, my Savior's so, love is a hymn though. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I can't think so, of it, but, but I do know that I like that one. Yeah, but all these. You know all these other like, Christmas is wonderful, but as you have written in a, uh, one I think the first posts on on Culture Dad, one of the first posts because we yeah. launched around Easter time. <laughs> there <laughs> is no Christmas, Christmas without, without Easter, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so you have to know the Good Friday hymns, but then you have to know the Easter hymns. You know, Jesus Christ is risen today. Alleluia. Or, yes. I know that my Redeemer lives, which is yes. one of my probably probably my favorite Easter hymn. Um, but yeah, that these things, and that the faith, if you have those con- confessing songs, ones that confess what the Bible teaches, you are going to have the faith. And this, uh, a guy that I talked to, or, or it was actually a, um, an instructor at, at Chibolic, um, he went through a course in the army where he was not allowed to have a bible and so it was like how did you know how did you do perform services and such and it was based off of what he had memorized from scripture but then also the songs that he was that seemed and like an odd it, it was a uh s have you ever heard a seer oh yeah yeah so the that survival uh, survive, evade, resist yep. escape that yep. was the yep. the course Really, um,
0: yeah. And he should have just taken my first aid kit that had no guts in it, but it had the Bible.
1: <laughs> well, he, I mean, he was he was stripped of all equipment. Oh, so wow. you're treated like you're treated like a POW. Yeah. So, oh,
0: I. Yeah. So, um, when I was writing books, I co-authored a book from a Navy pilot, and there's mm-hmm. an entire chapter on Seer School. Yeah. So yeah, I'm well
1: aware of it. But yeah, yeah, no. Whew. But it was. But it was the hymns. It was the songs yep. that he knew that helped that. And then well, at NTC,
0: I mean, we, so, I mean, I had a Bible. I had, you know, I told you it wasn't as bad as they made it out to be. But there were times when I was standing out, you know, waiting for people to come to chapel or just standing there that I just was, okay, amazing grace. Let's sing yeah, through that. Right? right. It is well with my soul. Sing yeah. through that. Right. Because, God, man, I love that. Yeah. And Lord, haste the day when my face shall be sight. Yeah, the charm, uh, yeah, which is clouds more to be rolled distant, back like a scroll, like a scroll, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, um, but yeah, I mean, I get it because I I was doing the same thing in California a month ago, and I was not at your school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? right. But I mean, because those again, those songs they stick with you. I mean, Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that yeah. saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see, right? Just, yeah, you can't get
1: away from the Lord has promised good to me. His word, my hope secures. Yes. Um, and yeah, and so where this comes to back for us and kind of, you know, thinking about raising men and Mm -hmm. teaching our, our kids and stuff is that this, and you've already mentioned it with, with. What Jack is learning, even though it's it's not him, but it's still a history. That these are things that we need to mm-hmm. ingrain, inculcate in our children, yeah. even now. Mm-hmm. Um, that that they would know these hymns, and whether they understand them or not, that's not really the point. They will, in time, uh, as as long as we continue to to feed them the faith, and then especially if they're they're singing a song and. They go. Wait a second. I know, yep. I, or or, I, I, or they're in church and they hear a scripture passage read, and it's like, wait, mm-hmm. I just sung that. Yeah, yeah.
0: One um, of the coolest things. Uh, just to chime in real quick. Did you watch the quarterback documentary? Did you hear about it? No. So they, it's it's from Peyton Manning's production company, but they basically followed Pat Mahomes, Marcus Mariota, and Kirk Cousins during mm-hmm. last football season. Okay. And they'd follow him home and stuff like that. And and there was one scene, I think I've talked about this before, but there was one scene in there where Kirk Cousins, who I'm not a huge fan of, right? he plays for the Vikings and nobody likes the Vikings. And he played for State. Yeah, and he played for State. (laughs) But I respect him as a man of faith Mm -hmm. because he knew the cameras were on and he put his kids to bed and the cameras were outside. They weren't in the house with him, but you heard the audio overlaying the outside shot of his house, and he was in Christ alone, like, with his kids. Wow. Yeah, like, singing him before bed and then prayed for him, and then yeah. that was that, and, and that was, and, like, cut scene, right? And I was like, okay, as much as I do not respect you as a football player, I do respect you as a man, and yeah. I will, you know, root for you when you don't play the Lions, but... <laughs> I will never mm-hmm. draft you on my fantasy team either. But well, I respect you, right? Yeah. Like like but that to your point, like that's even yeah. though our kids hate when we sing. <laughs> like, yeah. Or maybe they don't, but like my kids it's like a joke almost at this like dad mm-hmm. stop singing, right? Yeah. But there's truth to they need to hear us sing. Yeah. Because they will yeah. emulate what they see said as an example yeah
1: well and I also think for especially for men that the if fathers are singing even especially in church mm-hmm. that that becomes an example for them but then also like in the house then they 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 realize how important this is and mm-hmm. that kind of gets there, there was one Direction, I wanted to go with this, um, not the band One Direction, but the uh, if anybody gets that reference, yeah, I got it
0: because um, I'm a voice <laughs> fan and Niles on The Voice. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, like when I say that I love music, I watch yeah. the singing competitions because uh, I like listening to talented people sing.
1: Yeah, but uh, to also you know there are hymns, and and I'm sure there are contemporary Christian songs as well. That are like, I mean, they're kind of like battle cries, and they're, oh, yeah. you know, they're and they they kind of flow out of the again what we've talked about referenced earlier things like hail to the victors or fight U of L for sure. Um, they're like fight you know, songs, the, right? And it and these are you know these are compelling musically. Because they, I mean, they they they, they swell. They, they have this. Uh, a mighty fortress is our God. Is the, yes. the 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 one that I think is the easiest example. But it has this, you know,
0: boom, uh, boom, yeah, right the cadence. And, and then it's yeah. And
1: then it's and then it's like this is, uh, this is a very manly, if, if you will, him. Sure. Um, and, and to to have us as fathers and husbands kind of find those and, and be rooted mm-hmm. in those and realize that, you know, as emotional as music can be, um, it's not always sappy emotional stuff. No. It is, no, this is who our God is and this is what he has done for us. And <laughs> It's run, it's, charged hell with a squirt gun type music, right? <laughs> right, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you can baptize with that. No. <laughs> in some traditions. there. Yeah, there's... Well, that was there was a meme that was going around in COVID, uh, during COVID, that a uh, pastor was holding a squirt gun and baptizing from you know a, a, a social distancing. So, <laughs> but, That's but yeah, funny. and um, I mean there are other hymns that like one that I think of because this is uh, it uh, one that I try to teach my son although it's it's difficult and it's long. Um, but Saint Patrick's Breastplate is the kind of title of it, the tune of it. But the 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 word that I know it is I bind unto myself this day, and the words are I bind unto myself this day the strong name of the Trinity, the three and one, the one and three. You know, uh, and it's this beautiful hymn that it, it is theologically rich in describing who the Trinity is, uh, and it is it was written. Or at least attributed to Saint Patrick back in the fourth century, uh, missionary to Ireland and you know converted a lot of people in Ireland. And so you know you you realize that this is uh, this is his song that is because it is because it, it does start out I bind my unto myself, but it's that this is his confession of faith and that this is handed down to us that we might confess it as well. There are a few others that are like. Um, uh, and I, I don't know, they're more recent hymns, but, and, and they're in the Lutheran tradition for sure, but thy strong word is a, about Christ. And you know, the opening verses, thy strong word did cleave the darkness. Um, and you know, that it's this beautiful and, and, and the tune to it is this very, um, again kind of marching tune and you're like and the, it, there's a refrain in it that's like alleluia alleluia um praise to thee whom light dost sin alleluia alleluia praise to thee uh without end and you know so, and it's this again kind of fires you up of like oh yeah this is what god has done for us and this is what uh we get to we get to profess and there's actually a uh line in it like give us lips to sing thy praises uh throats that uh, sound a glorious name Uh, i can't remember all of it but it's it's actually like you are singing what you should be doing with your life in terms of professing christ
0: and i think we need to recognize that distinction like you said like everything doesn't need to be sappy emotional yeah but you know when you talk about in Christ alone my hope is found. Yeah. Like that's like okay, yeah. Let's let's go. Right. Yeah. Um Yeah, I we need more What's the right way to say this? We need more of that recognition I think in our worship services. Mhm. Um Not to get into the contemporary versus hymnal debate because I don't want to, but (laughs) (laughs) that's maybe for another time. But you you start to recognize, like a lot of the contemporary, like you talk about that that emotional manipulation that is more focused on what God does for you as opposed to your worship of Him, right?
1: Uh, Well, I would, I would the, the 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 emotional so the so I would say I think there are good. two separate things. There's like
0: yeah. there is the emotional manipulation that can happen, but then right. the, the on the other side of that is the focus of I yes. the, you know instead yeah. of the focus being God, it tends to be more inward focus. Yes, okay, yes, yes, that's I what would, I'm saying. Yeah, I would agree with that. That's
1: yeah, because I think when when you're talking about what God does for you, that's the best yeah for sure confession Uh, Uh, i'm saying like you know um who's the focus of the song yeah i i would agree that's correct i'm trying to um, think of
0: uh, an example of it but yeah and i i can't right now but
1: well uh i mean like uh i i i I don't know if this one kind of falls in it but here i am to worship here i am to bow down here i am to say that you're my god yeah yeah uh I mean, that was, a, it, that was a high school jam back in the day, though, man. <laughs> yeah. But it, it
0: but just that, that. No, I'm with you, though. The, like, yeah. It's, it's like, not really a worship song. Right. Well, actually, and, there was. Oh, man. What was the. um? There was some. There was. I think it was a camp speaker or it was somebody that came and like taught us one time. And he's like. These songs that we are singing. How do we know they're worship songs? Because if you make them about your girlfriend, the words fit the same. Yes. Right? Yeah. And I forget which song he was. What which one he said specifically, but I was like, Oh my goodness, you are correct. Yeah. This is more of a love song than it is an actual like worship or, yeah. song. Or <laughs>
1: Yeah, and or or the other import where you you take a secular love song, and you make it about Jesus, and you're just like, oh my gosh, what is, what is going I, on? I
0: can't you? say that I've ever experienced that, <laughs> well, to be
1: honest with you. Uh, yeah.
0: I, I, have, I have now, okay, full confession, though, as a youth pastor, and as someone who was admittedly, and I've done it on this podcast, an admittedly arrogant 23, 24-year-old that thought he knew everything, I have used a secular song in church not as worship, not as worship, not as worship, but as a backing to a senior video, I played Trace Atkins, You're Gonna Miss This, uh-huh. and all the parents hated me for it, because they're like, uh-huh. what are you doing? Why would you do that to us? And I was like, oh, because it was fun, and I got this reaction, right? But, <laughs> but like at the same time, like, yeah, I would no, I yeah. would never, I, I can't say that I've ever experienced the uh, uh, like Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You. As a worship, song, yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. This wasn't. <laughs> like, this wasn't in
1: worship. This was just kind of okay. like, um, you know, the uh, uh, not a, not playing. I'm playing. I will always love you with yeah.
0: clips of the Passion of the Christ <laughs> yeah. on the screen, like that kind of thing. I've never yeah. seen that happen. Yeah. Thankfully,
1: uh, have you? There, there was we. Uh, it was it like kind of. It wasn't a campfire, but it was you know like sitting around with guitars and that's what came out and then there was Uh, um and there was and and it's like singing wind beneath my wings and just throwing jesus's uh, name in there once in a while right yeah yeah i got you and and there was there was a time that we and i actually played uh guitar for this um it's a song this this might be a, a really obscure reference but um well, you're from Texas, so you might know this. Maybe. Uh, Pat Green. I'm not from well, Texas. Well, you lived in Texas. I did, yeah. yeah. Um, Pat Green. I'm proud to be an that's, American. Yeah. No, that's Lee Greenwood. <laughs> oh, that's Lee Greenwood. Yeah, you're right. Right, right. So, See, I'm not a Texan. Yeah. Uh, so he, he, was like, he was big in Texas, and um, he has a song called Wave on Wave, and it was it's a song about a relationship, but it, I, I mean, if you change the she to a he, it sounds like Jesus walking on water. Oh my like gosh. You, you came, and so that was one that was done. Um, and you participated in it. I I did, and then another, sinner. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Another one, and this was more like because the video of of this song is the Passion of the Christ, but hurt by Johnny Cash. If you, that's. If I'm you look sure up, I
0: have heard it before. Yeah, but.
1: it was. Well, it was originally. This makes it even wackier. It was originally a Nine Inch Nails song. Um, so, <laughs> okay. But yeah, and and it's and full yeah you know, full disclosure on it. It's about drug addiction, but Johnny Cash covered it, and in the video, he is it is overlaid like his professional. You know, video that was released for public is yeah. overseen from Christ. Really? Yeah, and so it was, <sighs> and so that was chosen as one of the songs to to sing for that reason. But it was, I mean, it, one of the one of the issues is, and this is this is not just true with music, but with really any art form and even writing, is we live in a in an age where we leave it up to someone else to interpret. Yeah. So, and that's really when it comes down to doing things corporately, you don't want to... Um, or leave in the room church. for interpretation. Right. You, Correct. you want it to be yeah. solid 100%. truth and not, not my subjective truth. You want it to be mm-hmm. objective. And so, yeah. So those are two experiences uh, with secular songs being used and i yeah i admit i participated in it. but at the um, same
0: time but i mean it happens across america all the time on july 4th
1: oh gosh yeah
0: we don't have time for this no we don't that should not be done let's be very clear yeah it should not be done <laughs> and we've said that before and we are yeah. two military members that are saying there's more important things than your patriotism and that's yeah. your walk with christ exactly yeah, no. don't get me started on that one. We will be yeah. here for another hour and a half because, yeah. whoo, buddy.
1: But, yeah. yeah. Well, I think to close out or whatever the, the final takeaway is that music is ex- it's a gift from God. It's yeah. extremely formative mm-hmm. on a, on an individual which can be beneficial if it is properly directed and... You know, and really, to use a church word, catechetical, it teaches you the faith. It teaches you to confess things, but the negative can be that it manipulates you into different expectations mm-hmm. of, of Christ. Yet, because it is a blessing, because it can, be, it, it is used and is sanctified in uh, when properly confessing what the Bible teaches. It is such a helpful tool for. Our younger generation and even for us sing out loudly and even out of out of tune or whatever, but as it is a confession of faith mm-hmm. of what our God has done for us, uh, namely giving his son on the cross that we might not die eternally, raising his son that we might be raised on the last day um, so and that, that all, is reason to sing.
0: Yeah. It's a reason to sing. Listen, this has been the Two Chaps Pod. He's Coleman, and I'm AJ. We will be back next week for another lively and enlightening discussion that you are not going to want to miss. And if you've missed previous episodes, head over to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, subscribe, rate, like, whatever you need to do on those platforms. And then also check out our YouTube page, Uncultured Dad. Where you can subscribe and pound that bell for notifications when content drops. Every Friday, there's a new video dropping. So we would love to see you there. And we will see you guys next week. And don't forget, stay uncultured. Okay. We'll keep it rolling for a little bit. Yeah. Oh, man. Music. Yeah. I'm telling you, it was the coolest thing, though, with, with Jack. I sent you those two songs, by the way. Okay. Um, I found him on YouTube and I sent him to you. But yeah, it was just like you could see the light bulb go off in his head, and he yeah. was like, "He's like, wait, wait, Israel was a kingdom. Israel divides into two kingdoms." And I was like, "Yeah, it happens after this king." So we got to like go through like the whole story of it, and, yeah, and talk to him about it. And I mean, this song, I'm telling you. I found myself singing it at certain points because okay. yeah, it's just been it's catchy it's yeah. an, it's an earworm, yeah
1: well so the and we've talked about I think we talked about this in a podcast, but the the songs that are like just straight Bible- Bible verses, so like one of the kids so i i I do a chapel for our preschool, one of the ones that I, I do is uh, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice, yeah. um, and you know the kids love it because you get to clap and stuff. But it's, but it's straight out of Philippians, and there's are just like rejoice is, in
0: the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Right, that one. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then that one. You know, and there's there's others. Well, I mean, the whole whole book of Psalms, yeah, are are songs and.
0: The album I shared with you from Shane and Shane,
1: yeah, is all the psalms
0: like, which I know you were wanting to critique to make sure that they handled them correctly, (laughs) which I think they did. But,
1: but yeah, but yeah,
0: and sing them,
1: yeah, and that's the my one of my favorite hymns is the King of Love, my Shepherd is, which is a a re a a kind of Christification of Psalm twenty three. Mm-hmm. And you know the, the well. There's in- even that song that came out
0: recently called "The Blessing," which is just a straight-up um, benediction. The Lord bless, oh, bless you and keep, keep you. Make yeah, His yeah, face yeah. shine upon you. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. For a thousand generations, for your children and their children. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, it's a good. It's it's 11 minutes long, which is oh wow. Yeah, and it's it's only. <laughs> It's it's literally only uh, may his favor be upon you. Mm-hmm. I mean the, the yeah the, it's the, it's the, it's straight scripture, the, but the, it's the, eleven minutes long. Really? The oh minute... man, they build that thing and take it down and build it up again. Oh, and, wow. I, and here here's the rub, right? And here's why you don't necessarily like throw the baby out with the bathwater because, like, I want you to listen to it. Just look up the blessing by Carrie Job. Okay. But, they did it at Furtick's church. Ooh. Right. And they like wrote it with Furtick. So Uh, it's like, do you throw the baby out with the bathwater or do you take what's good and go? Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's the
1: danger of. Yeah. Well, there, there are hymns in our hymnal that are, um, you know, I don't know if you know who Harry Emerson Fostig is. Fostig.
0: Yeah. I know the name.
1: So he was a, very liberal theologian back in the yeah early early twentieth century um and would probably be uh he would be a, a grandfather ish uh of modern liberal uh protestantism and social gospel movement and that type sure. of stuff well we have he wrote a hymn um the uh but it's in our it's in our hymnal and it's and it's kind of a popular hymn Lord anyways grace of so, God and yeah God of grace and God of glory yeah God of grace and god of glory da, da. and uh but yeah like so he's in there um and then mm-hmm. you know you can kind of there are some depending on how you want to slice this there are Roman Catholics, or what are known as become, yeah, that, or like Thomas Aquinas. Yeah. Like we have a couple of his hymns in there. And, you know, so it, there is this wrong, theologically wrong people can actually produce good things that can be used. Sure. You know, for, for the, the edification well, of the It goes back to one of the first things that we wrote
0: about. I, the, that It is actually the very first post on Uncultured Dad is what do we do with culture? We reject it, receive it, or redeem it. Yeah. Right? And I mean, the same principle I think can apply when you have these songs. Like, do I agree with really anything that Stephen Furtick says? No. <laughs> yeah. I heard him say it's... one time, do you ever watch The Elephant Rooms?
1: Uh, so, yeah, I, 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 yes, I've seen. That flips would actually from it.
0: be, that would actually be a fun, uh, the fun evening spent together. Yeah, I we should actually probably do that at some point. Is because I have the first, the very first one that they did, and then you can see mm-hmm. the second one that they did. Like they're all on YouTube. Yeah. Um, which is but, crazy because most of those guys have gotten in trouble. But like, yeah, he said at one point he goes, "I people want me to te- teach deep theology." He goes, "That's not my purpose. My purpose is to convert." people and yeah. give them the gospel if they want deep teaching they can go to a different church you know i was yeah. like i don't but, I, I mean if, i get like understanding your purpose and all that but at the same time like theology saves yeah well i mean it's like if <laughs> and what about if, discipleship bud like yeah and sanctification if, and growing up in your salvation and like all yeah. of these things like it's great that you got people coming in the door and are hearing the gospel, but hey, yeah. as Wolfen and but, Mueller would say, the gospel is as much for believers as it is <laughs> for unbelievers. Yeah, well, and that's, that's my big takeaway from that book, and I don't care if I finish the rest of it; that will be my big takeaway. Yeah,
1: well, and that's you know, if that's if that's your purpose, then why is your church so large? Why isn't everyone leaving? You've involved, accomplished yeah. it unless they're all sitting there and they're unconverted. Correct. Then you're not doing a very good job, apparently. So yeah.
0: Yeah, anyways, we don't need to be critical. We've had a, right. a good discussion. Right. <laughs> thank you to those of you that are listening longer on Spotify and Apple. Make sure you've subscribed. We will see you guys next week. And as always, stay uncultured. Hey everybody, I just want to thank you once again for spending some time with the two chaps pod today. If you're on YouTube, make sure that you've liked and subscribed to Our channel, pound that bell for notifications so you can be notified when our latest content drops. If you're on social media, we are all over the place, including the brand new threads from Meta. And I do want to remind you, for longer content, including pre-show and post-show audio, make sure you've subscribed on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. We'll be back next week with a new episode of the Two Chaps Pod. And until then, stay uncultured.